And I didn't realise that she was going to fuck her brother. I realised it the second that she said, I have a half-brother. I was like, oh, okay, she's going to fuck her brother. Jesus Christ. There's something to do with the, the half-brother, so she fucked him. She either fucked him or she killed him, and she clearly wouldn't kill anybody because she can barely even hold a martini down, so she fucked him. Did you notice that they drink aviation gin as well? Yeah, because it's, um, it's Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Ryan Reynolds. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds fucking gin. Yeah. Go on, Ryan. Yo, I tried to get some of that for my dad. Two years in the bounce for Christmas, and they kept just not sending it so listen reynolds i know where you are all right i know you're listening to this ryan send me some fucking aviation gin my dad really wants to try it all right listen you canadian fuck i'm coming for you okay i want the gin give me the gin also congratulations on your career you're you seem like a wonderful person just in case he decides to guest on the show one day also um figured i'd cover all bases there right are you ready yes are you sure? Eh. Sick. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in. Um, really elegant style. I'm going to ask style. you a favour. Elegant, elegantly. We're going to film you no, in elegantly this week. No, we're going to ask with them a, a favour. With a very dry martini. We're going to ask them a simple favour, Very, Very sophisticated and such. We're going to ask them a favor. Uh, yeah, a it's very. Gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like in um in Bioshock. We're just gonna constantly say "Would you kindly" and hypnotize the audience. Uh, that reference went over my head. Nothing goes over my Bioshock. head. I would catch it. Um, I'm Xander, uh, your resident Xander, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host, is Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Well, I am your resident David. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, I, I guess. I, actually, actually, David, no, sorry. Um, our resident David of the podcast is David Spade. Um, you should know no, this. No, he is not. You should know this. I'm sorry. Our resident David of the podcast is Colin Farrell. <laughs> Hashtag Farrell me in. Um, so, so this week, I'm going I'm to be really upfront. Um, Xander's not had the best week. So, especially, Xander's not had the best day. So Xander is a uh, is real low energy, but hopefully through talking about this crazy movie that we're going to be talking about today, that's really niche, and was very much Xander's choice. Um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll we'll I'll, I'll I'll spice up a bit throughout the course of the podcast. I hate that you just switched from talking in the third person to the first person so bluntly and so quickly. Please never do that again. If you're going to talk into in the third person, just commit to it. Xander apologizes. Oh fuck off. For the confusion. Um Now you just switched back again. So so with <laughs> before we get to the movie uh, that we're gonna talk about this week, um David, you've got some movie news, right? Possibly. Possibly, fantastic. Possibly. I know, right? It's fucking great, isn't it? Um Okay, so so, 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 so. Let me let me find the bits that are new news. I don't know. Say, say, say. So, so. Did so, I say that Disney want a free guy sequel say. next week? Uh, or last week? Did you say it next week? Ooh. No, you definitely didn't because he said it this week. Did I say it last week as well? Though, awesome. I, I apologize. I just smacked over my e-cig because my phone just started going off telling me about Epic Games receipts. Oh <gasps> no the way! Free games. 
No way. Crazy. Um, I know, right? Um, but yeah, so apparently uh, Disney have greenlit a sequel for Free Guy. They um like they they saw how it done in the box office. They saw how people have received it, and they fucking love it. They they love the money. Um, we do all know love Disney money. loves money. We do love um, the money. And so yeah, they've immediately greenlit a sequel. And the director has actually come out and said that he wants Ryan Reynolds in like bigger games like COD and Minecraft and shit like that. And okay. um, he's there's already um like Free Guy in Fortnite. So so like Fortnite is basically the metaverse for video games. I'm it uh, brings uh, ha- having having seen the movie I'm I'm very wary about where this is going to go. And do you think it would be good? No. Okay. Cuz this movie well, I, Disney seems to like the idea of it. Well I I I like not not to keep flexing but I have seen the movie. Um, right, calm down. Just because we were going to watch it last week, and I had to watch fucking <laughs> breathe instead. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, it's it feels very contained. It feels very done. And from what you're saying, that the director wants him in bigger games, that feels like it's just going to be a a real like. Oh look, that's Minecraft. Oh, like you know, like Ready see, Player One was. Oh, reference. Yeah. See, that's what so. I thought it was going to be. But also, I feel like it could just be like quick little things. Or it could be like an actual part of the story that um, the NPCs are invading other games now, and they're trying to take on the bigger corporations and make it all is like it, independent. Isn't, stuff isn't like that, that kind of the plot of Wreck-It Ralph? Yes, and that's what this could be <laughs> live action. Ryan Reynolds is Ralph, okay. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds Jesus is Ralph. Christ. He talks to Sonic. I swear, <laughs> funniest shit I've ever seen. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> But seriously, like this, this movie could be like the metaverse of video game movies. Uh, in a way, it's it's weird to say that, but like the way that Fortnite is, um, although I'm not a fan of the game myself, I appreciate what it does for the gaming community and for gaming in general. And it brings together a million different IPs. Yeah. Like, and just shoves it into one huge universe. Like, they have Free Guy, they've got John Wick, they've got Marvel, they've got DC, they've got Tomb Raider, Horizon Zero Dawn, blah, 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 blah. Like, they've got a million characters, and it's still growing as well. Like, there's rumours that Samus from Metroid is going in there, there's a, there's so much. So, I reckon this could be what Fortnite is for that, in a sense. Yeah. Where it brings the metaverse to the live screen, like, to the big screen. And allows for people to see all these crazy, r- massive, random characters from all these different worlds and universes just combine into one. Because, like, we've ca- we're getting the multiverse in Marvel, which opens up the possibility of this actually being a thing in the multiverse somehow, and that this is just Deadpool. Oh my god, you're thinking way too deep into this, man. I know, but like, <laughs> genu- just genuine, like, genuine talk though. We're getting like so many different universes and multiverses that this could be the first big screen metaverse, and that's actually really fucking cool. Yeah. The one thing I kind of hope they cross over with, and I know it sounds stupid, I know they're awful, but it's the really bad Resident Evil movies. I just want Ryan Reynolds in one of those movies. Like, okay. To what's the next piece of news, point. David? <laughs> um, we talked about this uh, last last week. Uh, House of Transylvania Four was. 
supposedly going to be skipping cinemas. I saw this. Um, it is now supposed to skip cinemas. It is now officially skipping cinemas, and Amazon may pick it up, which is yeah, a bit this. weird considering the whole deal with Netflix that Sony had. Yeah, I thought that as well. Like Sony had the whole um, like the thing with Netflix was they get basically first pickings. Yeah. Of, um, like all of their films and stuff. So if like for when it comes to a streaming service, Netflix get the first choice. And so either they've already given given the choice to Netflix, and they said, "No, we don't want that," which sounds unlikely. It will have just been or, a bidding. It will have just been a bidding war. Or they've gone against their contract though, because they were supposed to give like Netflix first pickings no matter what. Like oh. that's what the contract was from from what I understood. Like Netflix get first pickings, and then after Netflix, Disney Plus gets first pick gets next pickings. Right. Amazon were not even in that. Well then. So this could be them going against their contract, or maybe it's the fact that anything really anything made post um like this deal. So anything currently in production rather than currently scheduled. Yeah, maybe would be going to Netflix. It could be that. I didn't read too much into it, but they could have gone against the contract and they might be in trouble with that. But then again, it's Hurts of Transylvania. Who get really, they really shit. Who who really gives Yeah, exactly. Who really cares? Um, next, next bit of news. Uh, Wes Anderson has added Scarlett Johansson to his next film. Yes, as uh, she's the, in a lot. The stack, yeah, the cast is getting quite stacked now. As as do most Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's uh, it's interesting. We don't have a name for it as usual. No, no. Um, it's not basically really. just the same repeated thing over and over again. Like when it comes to the news about his mo- upcoming movie that we don't know anything about, we hear like a bunch of cast. Everybody starts pondering what the fuck the movie is. Then he releases like, oh, right, it's great. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Brian Cranston has also been added. And Jeffy yeah. Wright. Yes, they have. So, yeah. Should be a good cool. one. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious 10 has set its release date for April 2023. Okay. This time they're going to fight Thanos. Incredible. Um, through the power of family, the family stones, as it were. Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine. The Rock is probably going to return and beat the fuck out of a bullhead shark. What's the next piece of news? <laughs> um, Anthony Mackie is apparently officially on board the next Captain America film. I saw Although, that. This is like I remember the writer coming out after the um, after people like were saying, "Oh, it's official. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be Captain America Four or, or Captain America Five. No, Captain America Four. The writer came out and said, did Kevin say this? No. So it's not true. Until you hear Kevin say it, it's all speculation. That was that was a while ago. Yeah, and he hasn't said anything about this, but Ke- once again, Kevin Feige has not said anything about this. No, I, so, think it, I think it's just that he, Anthony Mackie, has agreed terms to star in it. To star it in. is reported. Yeah. It, like, they're saying officially, but it's reported. I know, but it's from the Hollywood Reporter, and they're normally very reliable. Yeah, I know, but still. Uh, uh, No matter what, it's still still a thing of... It makes sense for them to make another Captain America. Oh, it does does make sense. Everything makes sense. But it's just, like, take it with a small pinch of salt that this isn't officially from Marvel themselves. They haven't confirmed this. They haven't got it in their upcoming release schedule. It's literally just the Hollywood Reporter has 
said this and everybody's taking it as confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, uh, Marvel's Eternals, uh, the new trailer, yeah. is actually pretty good. This trailer was dope as hell. Yeah, it was actually a good trailer. That first one gave me no fucking hype at all. Same. Like, everybody was going on, like, oh my god, it was such a good trailer. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, no, the first one showed us very minimal. It it was literally just like, hey, these characters are here. It's like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, and and that sort of thing would work if we knew who any of the characters were. Exactly. Like, if these weren't brand new characters to the MCU that. To be honest, I didn't. I know fuck all about the Eternals. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm I'm a Marvel fan. I've heard, I've never heard anything about the Eternals. Everybody like we're in a server with a load of people that know a decent amount about Marvel and the comics and everything like that. I'm I'm a I'm a movie Marvel fan and some comics. I don't know fuck all about Eternals at all. Yeah. This no. this movie currently means nothing to me. Yeah. Except Camille Nanjani is in it and I love him. He is in it and we do love him. We do love him. He's fantastic in the big sick. Go watch the big sick. Big sick's great. Big sick is fantastic. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Th- that trailer was really, really great. Um, yeah, it was a really good trailer. Uh, the visuals look incredible. The, the, yeah, the, spe- really the special effects look amazing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be, it should be dope as hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually somewhat excited now. Before yeah. I gave less than two fucks. Now you give. A, a fuck and a half. A fuck and a half. That is still actually less than two fucks. Yeah, but the less than two fucks last time was like minus a fuck. I was owed a fuck by Disney. Right, okay. And so now they've given got... me two and a half fucks. Right, so okay. I care more than two fucks. Right. That was very convoluted. Great. Um. Yeah. Are, we, are, we, are we moving on? Uh, yeah, that's the last bit of news I had. There wasn't really much to talk about. I tried to extend the fuck out of that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so this week, we had a, we had an empty week. There was really nothing coming out that, that excited us, that titillated us, that tantalized us. Um, uh, so, so we decided to go back to the drawing board and we were like, let's watch a bad movie. And I said to, to David, David... Do you trust me? And he said, no. I said, no. And I said, no, seriously, do you trust me? And he said, and I, said I don't. No again. And he said, no, I don't trust you. And I said, well, trust me. And he said, no. And I said, well, shut up, David. You're ruining my point here. Um, I told him to watch a movie. This is a really... Uh, I, I don't think many people have heard about this movie. But it's a little movie from 2018 starring Blake Lively and... Anna Kendrick. And it's called A Simple Favour. Now, I saw this movie um, on an on a Odeon screen and scene, which is where you just go and see a random movie that's coming out. You have no idea what it is. So I, I went into this completely blind when I saw it. And when I tell you that this movie is fucking batshit crazy, you got to believe me on it. So... So the, the plot is, the basic plot from uh, from Google, is Stephanie, a single mother, along with Sean, Emily's husband, set out to unravel the mystery behind Emily's disappearance. However, they counter secrets much more than what they bargained for. David, 
I want to know what you thought about this movie. Well, it was fine. Like you, so when when you told when you were got me to watch, like told me to watch this, and I eventually agreed um, because you know you wouldn't stop talking, and then you kept on saying, "I can't believe you agreed to this." Like maybe yeah. now as if it's going to be really fucking horrible or really fucking convoluted, and yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I one I was able to follow this movie very easily. Um, wasn't as batshit crazy as expect as I was expecting. Uh, it was a bit crazy at the end, but not as crazy as expecting. Again, um, I was honestly, it, honest to God, I I started replaying um, Animal Crossing recently, and I I went on my island for a bit, and um, I I was able to fairly easily follow the movie while still playing animal crossing like i knew what was going on pretty much at all times i i could tell what was about to happen as well uh yeah it's it was it was a decent movie um but nothing to write home about like, okay it okay just so... a bit confusing here and there and then it kind of tied itself together five minutes later anyway because of you know a lot of just like yeah exposition so why i think this movie is real bad is that it has such an insanely inconsistent tone the tone of this movie is all over the place what would you describe the genre as um, a black comedy mystery like murder mystery like a black comedy whodunit. It's not a whodunit. Well, it's not the traditional it's whodunit, not like, but that's how it's I... Like, it's not like Clue. Isn't, yeah, I'm not saying it's like Clue or fucking Knives Out. I'm saying it's just a whodunit in like a murder mystery kind of thing. Like they're trying to fi figure out but what's happened. Like, who, did, who did what? It's trying to be like this edgy, erotic thriller. But also, it's directed by Paul Feig. Yeah, the guy did Last Christmas, Spy, Ghostbusters 2016, The Heat, yeah. Bridesmaids, and he directed um, some episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Development. And Freaks and Geeks. I don't care about Freaks and Geeks, he directed one episode of it, Xander. Freaks and Geeks, real good. Um, that's the recommendation for the week. Um, but it, it, But then it also delves into this like really inappropriate times comedy that just does not fit the tone of the scene at all and it's just all over the shop it just feels like a bad like it just feels like a fairly average or like bad to average um what the fuck's adaptation of the book like i've not read the book but i know it's based on a book so just yeah, like yeah i saw that like I saw a bad that. to average um adaptation of a book and it's like, just I, I, it doesn't, it's like to me, it's not nearly as bad as you're selling it. It's also not nearly as batshit crazy as you're selling it. It's just it's a fine movie. Okay, so. With a somewhat weird plot that ties itself together in the end. It's a very weird plot. And there's parts of this plot that are made uh, to be a very big part of the plot and are never brought up, a, like, aren't even a part of the plot by the end. It's wild. Is it? Yes. No. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go full film me in style, classic film me in. 
And we're going to read through the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia plot. Um, and this is going to be really fun in a... Uh, for, for a twisty-turny thriller mystery film. Because the plot details are going to be all over the shop. Are you excited? No. Me neither. Let's do it. So. A simple favour. Widowed single mother Stephanie Smothers, played by Anna Kendrick, runs a vlog featuring crafts and recipes for parents. Oh, what a nice lady. I really hope she doesn't fuck her brother. Anyway. Um, she becomes friends with Emily Nelson, a PR director for a fashion company, and they exchange confessions over martinis. Uh, Stephanie shares that as a teenager, she had sex with her half-brother, Chris. Yeah. 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 Not much more else to add. It's a bit weird, but, you know, um, do talk. But... It's the fact that this is then never really sort of... Because it's also implied. No, it also does come back quite... Like, it, it's referred back to quite a bit, Xander. It's referred back to, but it doesn't have any semblance on the plot. It doesn't change well, it, the plot in any way. It on her, on her character. That's about it. But, like... Fuck, man. That's just, so... It's, it's more background. That's not, like, a part of this murder mystery, though, is it? It's just a, you know, a like, confession to a friend. Yeah, but, like, something as big as that, you'd imagine that it'd come up in the plot. Or that no, there'd be some not, sort of... Not in this plot. There'd be some sort of consequence. No, because there's no consequence to that. The, the film's not about her, you know, consequences of her actions in the past. It's not about her, you know... No, but I'm saying like a better person. It's about her trying to solve this mystery. Like, why would that come up in a murder mystery? Because it's it, like, ah, the police have found out I fucked my brother. I must run from the police now. It's like, no, no, I, I wasn't expecting that. But I was maybe expecting Emily to like mention it to her son or something. Yeah, your your dad was your uncle, or something like that. I don't know. I mean, but, once again, does. Like, that doesn't really need to happen because her so her son's not really a main character in this. Once it's again, just, she, he's it's, not, it's he's just not a pop, very, like, plausible in this plot. He's just an extra character. To, it's just know. a very deeply disturbing story that makes me feel yeah. very uncomfortable. And then it's just sort of not it's important. It's not supposed to be part... Yeah, exactly. It's not a part of the plot. It's just a part of her character. I imagine in the book it comes up again at some point, but I would hope so. It's not important about her, like about her story arc. It's not important about her journey through this movie. Her journey saying... through this movie is finding her friend who has gone missing. How the fuck would being a brother fucker be, you know, like caught up in that? Like, how how is that going to have consequences on her journey through that? I'm the consequences was she lost her husband to it. I'm saying that this movie would have been better off if it had integrated that somehow or maybe made it less gross and then integrated that into the plot. I mean, they could have just also not included it in the plot. Yeah. 
Or just not include it in the film. It wouldn't have made it a better or worse film, though, because that's that's not like a point in the, in the film's like disadvantage. It's um, not a point against the film or for the film for me. It's just that's a part of the character's backstory, and it doesn't really play into her character too much. And then we're meant to follow this girl and be like, yeah, you know what? She's our hero. Well, yeah, but we've yeah we've seen that she fucked her brother, but at the same time, we've also seen that she's a good parent that she lost her husband to a car crash that she because she fucked her brother yeah and then had a child with her brother who by the way she said is the spitting image of her dead dad and so really she fucks her brother because she just wanted to fuck her dad grief is weird man okay No, this character's weird. This movie's weird. Ah! Uh, that's also the, there's no need for that to be integrated into the story in the first place. Like you're making a huge deal about but this like they make the story it, when there's they, no reason for it to be in the story. It is though because like no, no, it's such isn't. a huge no story. Why wouldn't you come back to this? Because you want like they do go back to it. They come they come back to that in part of her backstory. It's not about her current. Like it's not about her future as a brother fucker. It's about her backstory. And it's then about her search for her best friend who has gone missing. We're like two sentences into this. Yeah, and you know what, Xander? You're wrong. Because it's not about... Like, this isn't about her character moving forward. This is about her character looking no, for her like, best friend. No, in but like, in a better movie, it would be about that. It would be about her no, trying to find... Movie, it just wouldn't in, be there. In a, it, she, her trying to find her best friend while overcoming her past. And in this, she doesn't overcome her past. She's not trying to overcome her past in the first place. She's just trying to find her best friend. She should fucking have to, though. She fucked her brother and fathered a child with him. So you think that somebody's going to overcome their past seven seven or eight years after it's already happened? Just like, I can finally overcome fucking my brother seven or eight years ago. Yes! Yes, of course! Of course! She overcame it already. No! Off camera. What? No! She didn't. She clearly didn't overcome it because she's still sat there and she's like, yeah, you're the only person I've ever told that. It's like, that's not you overcoming it. That's you keeping a big burden on your back. That's your... No, that's... that's so she doesn't overcome it. Of being a, a brother fucker. She's the same at the start of this movie as she is at the end. She just has... Her, her friendship group just goes up one and then down one. And that's it. Well, one, it goes up quite a bit by the end of this movie because all the other mums actually respect her she also becomes famous she does become she famous. starts doing something that she really likes she she starts dating a man inside like in the city according to the post credit like is, the post, is that her um, other brother movie possibly i don't care God, how many, it's not about it's not about her you know how many like, brothers brother. does this woman have jesus this, this isn't about her like her character overcoming her past though this is about the simple favor that turned into a no, full-fledged but, like, i'm saying yes the movie is not about that you are absolutely right but the movie should be about that okay how, how could you how would you as a writer Xander? because i know you're a writer how oh, would God. you yourself integrate this woman 
fucking her brother eight years ago into a present day murder mystery of her friend going missing and then suddenly appearing in other places and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. You have the best friend tell the child. Then you have to deal with the consequences there. It's so why would easy. She, why, why would she tell the child though? Why to would she fuck tell the with her. In the first place? To fuck with her. She can fuck with her in different ways. She fucked with her already in multiple different ways. And that did enough. She didn't need to do the brother fucker thing to her kid because, you know. But she... Oh, I feel like you're you're not hearing me. No, I am hearing you. I just don't think that it should be a part of the movie. But I don't think it should be in the movie in the first place. Agreed. But at the same time, I also don't think it should be a part of the plot. And I'm glad it's not because I don't want to hear more about it. I don't want to see this character overcome the fact that she fucked her brother. And the fact that there's no reason that, that, for the whole, the whole idea of this movie is that everyone has a dark side. Ooh, everyone, what, what's your dark side? Everyone's got a dark secret. She reveals her dark secret like five minutes into the movie and then they do nothing with it. It's like, okay, she's got this dark side where she fucked her brother and then what? What 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 di what difference does that make? Now we just look at her like she's a fucking creep because she's a fucking creep. Well, yeah, like we're not. I I feel like we're just not supposed to root for the character. We're supposed to root for the investigation. No, but now. we are. We are, are we? supposed to root for the character. That's that's what the movie's trying to tell us. When she has that celebratory moment in the car later on, when she finds out she is alive, she has that little song and dance to herself, which is really fucking cringy, and also. Like, why are we rooting for this character? I feel like you really hate this movie, and I'm just in. I'm just I really hate this movie. It really winds me I, up. It's so I tonally confused, and just like this plot, just goes nowhere. Honestly, anyway, mate, I, I just do not care enough. Like. Fantastic. This movie didn't do anything for me in the first place. Like, it didn't overly anger me like Artemis Fowl did. I wasn't disgusted every three seconds. See, that's or it. I didn't, it's... I didn't see a hell of a lot of potential in this movie either. I, I watched, just, I watched it with my I housemate. I watched it with my housemate, and he was like, "It's watchable, but it's not good." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, it is because it's, it, you know, it's, it's kind of pretty sometimes, like shot wise. The costume design is fucking phenomenal. Everyone looks amazing, like costume wise." Everyone's yeah. got, like, a great suit or a great dress on. And it looks amazing. And the acting so, is... Henry Golden got fucked over completely in this and movie. He did. He did. And, like, everyone everyone acts the part. Everyone does well, like, acting-wise. You believe all the characters. So it's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Great. But So it's watchable in that sense, but the plot is just so fucking nuts. Right, let's get, let's get further into the plot. It's not, though. So Emily is frustrated by the lack of success of her husband, English professor Sean Townsend, played by Henry Golding, and their poor financial situation. Stephanie babysits Emily's son while Sean is in London. After two days of Emily not returning calls, Stephanie learns from Emily's boss, Dennis Nylon, that Emily is in Miami. Stephanie calls Sean, who contacts the police, trying to solve her disappearance. Um, Stephanie makes a missing persons flyer, using a photo of Emily that she found hidden on her desk. Uh, Detective Somerville, who has, and uh, I can't stress this enough, the greatest suit I've ever seen. You know, the mustard shirt 
with the uh, navy checkered jacket. Why do you really like the suits in this? Dude, everyone looks so dope. The costumes are so great. Uh, I love the music as well. The music's real good in this. You know, all the, uh, all the French stuff. I like that. Um, makes me feel like I'm at a cocktail party. Anyway, Detective Somerville reports that Emily lied about flying to Miami and her drowned body is discovered in the lake at a summer camp in Michigan. Uh, Stephanie and Sean share their grief and begin a sexual relationship. Oh. Oh, no. Somerville reveals yep. to Stephanie that Emily had severe liver damage, a large amount of heroin in her system, and that Sean had recently taken out $4 million life insurance on Emily. Oh, it's a getting spicy. Anything yeah. to add? No, this bit was kind of meh. Yeah. Like the whole movie, really. Yeah. Stephanie receives an this insulting... Whole, this whole movie has so many twists and... Can I just say? This movie has so many twists and turns, right? It's like this murder... Like, in confusing supposed to be intriguing murder mystery was there any point where you didn't guess what was going to happen next because i'm pretty sure i guessed almost every single thing that was going to happen next um i mean i didn't realize that there was a twin that was pretty and i didn't realize that she was going to fuck her brother so well that kind of thing obviously you're not going to understand well I realized it the second that she said, I have a half brother. I was like, oh, okay. She's going to fuck her brother. Jesus Christ. That like that, that's the dark secret clearly. Cause why would she bring up the fact that she has a, a like a half brother as a dark secret? There's something to do with the dark, with the half brother. So she fucked him. She either fucked him or she killed him. And she clearly wouldn't kill anybody because she can barely even hold a martini down. So she fucked him. Did you notice that they drink aviation gin as well? Yeah, because it's, um, it's Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds fucking gin. Yeah. Go on, Ryan. Yo, I tried to get some of that for my dad. Two Ashley years Reynolds on the bounce. Two years on the bounce for Christmas. And they kept just not sending it. So, listen, Reynolds. I know where you are. All right, I know you're listening to this. Ryan. Send me some fucking aviation gin. My dad really wants to try it. Alright? Listen, you Canadian fuck. I'm coming for you, okay? I want the gin. Give me the gin. Also, get me tickets to watch Wrexham. I think that'll be really funny. To watch Wrexham play football. Um, also, congratulations on your career. You're, you seem like a wonderful person. Just in case he decides to guest on the show one day. Also, um... Figured I'd cover all bases there. Yeah, also, say hi to Jacksepticeye for me. I know you guys are good friends. Oh, I'm sure they're not. Oh, but... Oh, I'm sh I'm sh more, more importantly, oh, they played, say... They played the Deadpool 360 game together. More importantly, say hi to Pokimane for me. No. Is Pokimane in fucking Free Guy? Oh, shit. Yeah. Don't tell me Pokemon's in free guy. <laughs> Pokemon is in free guy. Listen, oh, I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it. Okay. Please tell me Among Us is in free guy now. How do you know that? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Right. 
Well, to be fair, I kind of guess that it might be because of the posters that they released. <laughs> they released loads of video game posters, though. There were some top-quality posters. Top-quality posters. I loved those video games. Those posters, like, the Mega the Mega Man one was so cursed. I saw Did that. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw it. It's so fucking cursed. Why? Why is that a thing? What, like, why is his shoulders so bulky and then his arms so thin? And why has he got the thickest thighs in existence? Because. He could crush 17 watermelons with those thighs. Okay, I'm going to carry him reading the plot here. Um, we're really rifling through this. Uh, Stephanie receives an insulting message, apparently from Emily, about her thrice with her half-brother. Stephanie recalls that her late husband suspected her infidelity and may have intentionally caused the car crash that killed both him and Chris. There you go. So she fucked her brother, then gave yeah, birth to she, her... She gave birth, the consequences. Gave birth to her brother's child, and then her husband killed himself and... Her brother, who was also her baby daddy. And she suffered the consequences by both losing her half-brother and, the, like, her husband and somebody supporting the child. She became a single mother. I know, but... And she suffered the consequences and has moved on by having her own blog. Clearly hasn't actually gotten over it. So... It would have been nice well, to have a catharsis. Why have, people? Have a hey, by the way, my name... What what's she gonna fucking do? Right, seriously, what's she gonna do? What are you thinking she's gonna do? She's gonna be like going around it's like, hi, my name's Stephanie. I'm twenty three years old and I fucked my brother. No, but like, like she could say at the end, like like Blake Lively could be like, and you know, you ne you you you're you're a bad person for what happened to your brother and you and your your brother fucker and all this. And she could be like, you know what? I forgive myself. Just like she could say straight yeah, up. But yeah, but that would be really fucking <laughs> If, if they did that, though, if they did something like that, you'd be like, that's really fucking cringy. Why have you forgiven yourself? You can't forgive yourself. You fucked your brother. You haven't done this enough. Like, done anything throughout this movie to forgive yourself. No, but, like, just some so, sort of thing no what, to, to make you're not it... you be happy with the way that they've implemented this. Just, just some sort of way for them He's to... already moved it, really. No, but they haven't. She hasn't. Because she's still crying about no, it. She she's has. like, She's like, I haven't told anyone about this. God damn it. Right, anyway. He's also drunk. Anyway. People cry when they're drunk. Anyway. Oh, are we going to forget the the fact that uh, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively kiss in this? It, yeah, it just sort of happened. It did, didn't it? Nice. I, I don't really care. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, Steph oh, God. Okay. This. Uh, so first the fucking bunny from Zootopia, and now this. Right. Investigating Emily's past, <laughs> Stephanie meets Diana. Listen, the bunny's hot. Okay. She Disney knew what they were doing when they drew her. All right. This is. No, I they fucking didn't. I don't know what it is with fucking cartoon rabbits, but but there's. There's Judy Hopps, there's Lola Bunny, and there's Jessica Rabbit, and they're all fucking stunning. All right, I don't know what they're doing. What these... Jessica Rabbit isn't a rabbit. I know, but she's got a rabbit last name. It counts. 
No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. At all. Yes, it do. Anyway. No, it doesn't. Listen. Like, fuck Minnie Mouse now as well. No, no, no. I don't think so. No. Um. Xander's a, a fairy. Xander is a fairy. Xander loves the mouse so much that Xander wants to bone the mouse. <laughs> you realise you have this recorded now. <laughs> Kiss the mouse, Xander. Xander loves the mouse. Disney, send me free money, please. please. I promise I'll stop shitting on Black Widow, please. Yeah, we're, we're promoting you, Disney. You know what? I love the mouse so much. I'd let the mouse fuck me. But you're telling me you want to get pegged by Minnie Mouse. That's, that's what I'm hearing right now, Xander. You both want to fuck... Um, the bunny from Zootopia. Investigating Emily's past, Stephanie meets Diana Highland, who painted a portrait of Emily. Diana says the painting is actually of her muse, Claudia, whom she describes as a con artist who disappeared. Um, Diana Highland, it's Velma from Scooby-Doo. It's Linda Cardellini. Oh, yeah. Wait, what did you say before that? You're a bunny fucker. I'm really glad I asked you to repeat that. Thanks. <laughs> right. Um, you're welcome. Um, Diana's information leads Stephanie to a yearbook showing Emily as Hope McClandon uh, with an identical twin named Faith McClandon. Their mother, Margaret, explains that at 16, the twins had set fire to the house, killing their father. Meanwhile, Emily surprises Sean and tells him she plans to collect the insurance money and leave the country. <laughs> so Emily's alive. She's not dead. Um, well, I mean, we all already pretty much knew this anyway. Yeah. Because at some point, you're, like, Stephanie also gets a call from Emily. Yeah, she um, She's been taunting her constantly. And um, Emily also went to go and see her son. And she the son's did. been like, he, he screamed, fuck you. The and kid, um, then the kid did shout, Henry fuck Golding you. just thought he was insane. Yeah. I really like that scene. Oh my God. I really like that scene at the funeral when, um, when the kid is sat outside and he's like angry. He's like, you're not my mom and shit like that. Stop trying to replace my mom. And they just, and her and the kid and Anna Krendick just sit on the grass and she's like, listen, I don't want to talk yeah. to you. You don't want to talk to me, so let's just sit here in silence. And I was like, damn, that's that's really cool. It is pretty cute. Really cute. That um, is real. It, it, once again, proving that she's a good mum. Proving that she has moved on from fucking her brother. She's a good mum. That doesn't mean she's a good person. Right. Um, Stephanie contrives to meet with Emily, who explains she and her sister started the fire to kill their abusive father. The sisters fled separately with a plan to reunite later, but Faith didn't turn up. Emily built a career and family when 14 years later, Faith reappeared. 
now an alcoholic and heroin addict. She threatened to tell about the murder unless paid a million dollars. Emily drowned Faith in the lake, but tells Stephanie she committed suicide and that Sean planned the insurance scam. Oh, who's telling the truth? Um, we already know who's telling the truth. Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we know already, because it was already revealed that she's a pathological liar. And yeah. we, we know that she has been lying this whole fucking time. So we already don't believe her. We already believe Henry Golding's character. Yeah. And we already know that it's going to end with, like, you know, Anna Kendrick just... Uh, I mean, uh, Blake Lively just kind of, like, rotting away in prison. So, Emily and Stephanie are both angered by Sean's relationship with the other and frame Sean for abusing Emily. Sean is arrested and released on bail. Stephanie has a change of heart and stages an argument with Sean in front of Emily to incriminate her while police planted microphones are recording. She faked shooting Sean. <gasps> Emily, having predicted their ruse and disabled the microphones, confesses her crimes while holding the pair at gunpoint, saying she will stage their murder-suicide. Shooting Sean in the shoulder, she turns the gun on Stephanie, who reveals the hidden camera is live-streaming the entire event on her vlog. Emily attempts to escape, only to be hit by a car driven by Stephanie's friend, Darren. Um, so... That is, like, one of the only jokes that landed for me in the whole movie. Is when she's like, yeah, I, I, told, I, I told the police that we were meeting somewhere else. And it's all the, like, other, like, mums and dads from the uh, preschool. And they're all just smoking pot. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, that, that still didn't land with me. Like, none of it really. Just, like, it, it's completely, like, it, it completely, like, me. Like, it's just, it is a funny joke. In context with the movie, it's not. It felt like, like a, uh, it felt like a Family Guy cutaway gag. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did. And in that sense, it's quite funny. That's not but a like, good thing. In, in context with the rest of the movie, it's not funny at all. But, um, and then, yeah, and then when she gets hit by the car, she goes flying off. And then the guy gets out of the car and he's like, makes a quip about being in a Prius. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Oh, God. That's one thing I did hate. That's one thing I did hate. I heard him, like, say, all electrical car, Prius, or some stupid shit like that. It was like, why? There was, did you know, you don't need a Spider-Man quip in this fucking moment. Yeah. The one thing that did make me laugh was getting hit by the car. Yeah. And that's because it just reminded me of the, um, like the scene in in Kickass, when he just gets suddenly hit by a car. He does just suddenly get hit by a car. A uh, quick thing, I've 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 just seen what, 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 what. Um. So in in an alternate ending, there's an alternate ending on the DVD. Okay. Okay. So, the uh, the trivia on on IMDb reads in an alternate ending on the DVD. Sean assembles a flash mob that dances for, Steph for Stephanie in the school playground, ending with Sean's proposing to Stephanie. Well then. Yeah, I, I, I think I would. I, I kind of want to see that just to see how cringy it is. Yeah. And see if she gets hit by the car again. 
Yes. Right. Um, Emily is arrested immediately after. Closing text says that Emily was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Sean's second novel was a bestseller and he became a successful professor at Berkeley. Stephanie is dating another man. Her vlog has a million follows, followers and is de being developed as a TV show. And she is a part-time private detective. Um, in a mid-credits scene, Emily is seen winning a basketball game in prison. That's the movie. Yeah, it's... It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's just meh. Like, Listen, I, there's so much... I wanna... There is a lot of potential here to have, like, a... A crime... Like, a, an erotic thriller... With like a comedy twist, there is. I think there it is possible to have that, but like this ain't it, man. This is trying to. This is too dark, and then trying to be too funny, and just neither neither this angle works. This feels like it's trying to mash together a DCEU movie and a with a murder mystery thrown in there. Like, it know. gets so it tries to blend so much comedy and then so much dark, like interesting thriller stuff with a murder mystery, and it just doesn't work in any aspect. No, it none doesn't. of these aspects work. Like, or but none of them are horrible. They're all fine. They blend to like together fine, and it's just a fine movie. It's not. It's not awful. It's not great. It's just okay. Like there's there's nothing I I really gave a shit about in this movie, but I didn't also hate anything other than the one quip at the end. Out of ten, what are you giving this? I'm I'm kind I'm I'd give it like a six. Really? Wow. Yeah. To be fair, that is what my five, that is what my like, house that's what that my housemate said as well. He said a six. I think you just hate this movie more than anybody else does. Yeah, like I'm, I'm seeing a review here on IMDb that it's literally like it sums up perfectly in just the title. It's not quite comedy and it's not quite thriller. It's got like eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's it. Yeah, but critics love fucking like they go for the shots and they go for the beauty of the film and everything like that. They don't go for the sustenance and that's, they that's... go for the fact that ooh, it's got so many twists. Wow, you you really just. It's a it's a very chatted, beautiful film. Chatted so much shit, didn't you? There, that's complete. I'm, try, I'm just trying to bolt this out. Just trying to. I think it's like, is it 88 percent critic score? 84 percent critic score, or is it audience score? And 73 percent audience score. Maybe it's just because it's like. It's a nuancey film as well. Like not everybody's going to see. Okay, this. so here's the consensus. And there's, there's, there, like says, I said, there is potential. It, the the consensus is twisty, twisted, and all and above all, simply fun. A simple favor casts a stylish mommy noir spell, th strengthened by potent performances from Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. I didn't even think Blake Lively was that good. It was okay. Henry Golding was great. Henry Golding is great. It was very nice. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to remember um, what I've seen him in. He's in Crazy Rich Asians. He's in the, he's in the Gentleman. 
He is in the gentleman. He's dry eye. The gentleman. Um, I'm giving this a yeah. four. A four out of ten. That's really low for an average movie. This isn't average. This is bad. This ain't a good movie. This is average as a best. Honestly, mate, I, f I feel like you just kind of fucked it on the choice here. I, like, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't that bad. Listen, like, I just say thought... We want to watch a bad movie. I just thought it would be a lot to it. I just thought we it would want, be fun we to talk find about. One of the most stupid... I just thought it would be fun to talk about. Ne next time you choose the movie, like, maybe think more about it rather than just like, oh, I remember hating this. Yeah, but I've seen it a couple of times. It's not that bad. Right. Okay. But it really isn't that bad. Well, I thought it was. Right. Um. Hey, David. Before we. Before we. Before I go to bed and cry myself to sleep. Do you want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? I can't tell if you said that really fast or, like, Discord sped it up. I said it really fast. Ah, uh, okay. Um... I'm trying to think if I've watched anything. <laughs> I've not watched anything. I've only really been playing Animal Crossing and Hades again. Go get Hades. It's great. Um, it's on all platforms now. It's also on Game Pass, I believe. So if you've got an Xbox, play Hades now. What are you doing? Stop listening to this podcast. Go play Hades. Um, yeah, there's, there's fuck all from me, really. Like, Oh, great. Like my week has been a, a thing of I... I finished uni, like, I've, I've finished all my work, I handed in my final assignment, I, I did my presentation, all that, and I wanted to just not bother with anything. Yeah. I didn't want to watch movies, I just wanted to sit there and exist for a bit. And uh, work has put an end to doing that, because I had to keep on going in over and over. Um, but, yeah, my, I, I just wanted to exist and I did that most of the day for quite a bit of it. I just existed and sat there staring at the ceiling every now and then smoking my e-cig. Nice. Yeah. So um, I'm going to sell existence to you. So, okay. It's pretty dope. Yeah. I, I recommend it sometimes. Great. That was... That's a great recommendation. I know that existing is fun. Exactly. And you at home can too. For the low price <laughs> of however much your rent is a month. Sick. Right. Um. So right. I've been a busy boy. I've been watching a lot of movies. Um. I went to see Old in the cinema. Uh, actually yesterday. Um. Thank I'm fuck I didn't have to watch that. I'm sure we'll get to that when we um when we do our best and worst of the year. Um in, in January. You'll get to it. But I you I will get to it. I'm gonna sell you two movies that I watched back to back the other day. Um and I honestly, 
it made for a really, really great movie-watching day. Really great. Uh, so the first movie I watched is a is from 2001. It's a movie called Almost Famous. And it's about a kid who blags his way into writing an, an article on a band for Rolling Stone in the 70s and gets to go on tour with them. And it's about music and the passion behind music and like what it is to like review music and stuff like that. Um, it's really great. It's a coming of age as well. Um, and I kind of really dig those. Um, it's a really great movie. It's got Billy Crudup in it. It's got Jason Lee. It's got Francis McDormand. It's got Kate Hudson and it's got great music. It's, I really, really dug it. And I think, uh, David, I think you'd absolutely love it. Um, it's a big old, See, I remember you telling me about it before, and I was like, I remember, I, I literally just realized I remembered the wrong movie. I thought you said, I thought you meant almost fabulous. So I was like, how the fuck is that a great Oh, do you movie? mean absolutely fabulous? Absolutely fabulous. Abfab. I didn't my, watch Abfab. My brain Ab, is I didn't watch Abfab, I watched Alfam. Oh, God. Yeah, I hated that as well. Is that going to be the next Fast and Furious movie? Alfam. Oh, God. Um, all family. Yeah, that's a, that's a big 10 on all 10 family, from me. All family, all furious. That's a, that's a big 10 on 10 from me. Um, and the next movie I watched is actually only available in the UK, at least. I'm not sure about everywhere else. But um, it's only available in the UK on Apple TV+. Um, and I only have that because I like watching Ted Lasso. So... Um, and this is a movie called Coda. Um, and Coda stands for Child of Deaf Adults. And it's about this um, this girl who's um, the daughter in a family. That's how families work, I guess. Um, and she's the only person in her family who can hear um, everyone else in her family is deaf. And it's about how these guys live. And it's about her, she discovers that her real passion in life is singing. And how that sort of conflicts with the fact that the rest of her family can't hear things. Um, It's a really beautiful movie. It's my second favourite film I've seen this year uh, behind Palm Springs. Because that movie's really dope. Um, But yeah, I I really... It's really fucking dope, oh my god. I really fell in love with this movie. Um, I think... The, uh, the, there's a teacher in this who's one of my favourite movie teachers because he just takes no shit but he's also like still he still obviously cares so much and I, I love that like it reminds me of um, kind of of uh, Woody Harrelson's character from The Edge of Seventeen if you've seen that that's a great movie um, but yeah Almost Famous and Coda both coming of age movies that I think should be on your guys' radar if they're not already so yeah, both both big on big old ten on tens from me. Coda was phenomenal, and the sound design was great as well, as you'd expect with a movie that uh, focuses around um, that the deaf experience. So uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a great week of movie watching. There you go. Nice. I, f- I think I might try and have a a little movie week next week. Yeah, man. It really it's really good for the soul. It's really good for the soul. Um, that is going to do it. Might go for all the possibles. 
Sorry? I might go for all the Mission Impossibles. Oh, I thought you were going to watch some films you've never seen before. No. I think you can do what you want. Creature of Habit, Xander. <laughs> I like that. Um, right, that is going to do it for this week. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We have had a massive week for some reason. Um, for listenships... Um, yeah, I don't know how the fuck we've done... Next, yeah, we yeah, we're we're on track to have our biggest month ever this month, which is absolutely fucking nuts. Um, and also, we've been—I told you last week that we were charting in New Zealand for a day. We've been charting in New Zealand all goddamn week, so um, still low yeah. down, but like we're still in there. So whoever the hell is listening in New Zealand, thank you. We love you. Um, and yeah keep listening man we we really appreciate you um and also this week we were trending in the uk so big up to everyone in the uk that's been listening yeah. to us as well i said that as if i'm i, yeah, I don't with the two people at work that i keep on telling to watch the broadcast <laughs> i i was i said the uk then as if i don't live in the uk that was that was weird yeah. yeah, you really did. It, it's great trending. You are in, British, Sander. You're the most British person ever. It's really great charting in other countries, but it's even better charting right here at home. So thank you to everyone who's been listening. We peaked at like, what was it? What what was the text I sent you? Was it, it was 31? 31? Was it even 31 or 48? I can't remember. No, we were 31. Oh, um, we haven't... We were thirty one. We haven't talked. And then, and then a couple of days later, we went down to fifty eight. But even now, we're still in the charts. um, I mean, Great Britain, we were thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And New Zealand, right now, we're two hundred thirty eighth. So. Damn, we've gone up since you last. Yeah, we we keep going up one a day. It's weird, man. Um, So, thank you so much to everyone that's been listening. Um, that it really does mean the world to us. We we do this for, I mean, we do this for our own gratification because we, we've we we're not good at anything else. So you know, we might as well talk. Um, but we do it. Be a fucking self. <laughs> but we do it to 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 entertain you guys. So thank you so much for listening. It really does mean a lot. Um, next week we'll be back with a review of the uh, of Candyman, but not the new one because um, we can't afford it. Cause we're running out of money, man. So we're going to do the, the the one that's on Netflix. Yeah, it's expensive to go see new movies. Yeah. So I we're, literally the 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 cinema near mine is literally near eleven pound a ticket. Near mine. <laughs> Sorry, near you said, mine. You said near that, mine. You said that it's funny. eleven eleven pound a ticket though. Damn, mine's six. Like yeah, that's that's decent as well. It's good. It's good. But eleven quid. Jeez, man. It's a lot. 11 quid? I heard you the first time. Like, I just, I, I spent £11 to go see... Oh, no. I, I spent £11 to go see the Suicide Squad look. And that was actually good. That was worth the money. I didn't spend a finger and seeing Don't Breathe 2 and I want my money back. <laughs> um. So, so next week, we are going to be doing a, a review of Candyman from 1992. The original. Uh, so that should be exciting. I've never seen it before. Um... Um, and yeah, so stay tuned for that one. If you want to, uh, see, see the clips and the posters and stuff like that, that, uh, Joe Cook lovingly makes for us. Thank you so much, Joe, again. 
for, for everything you do for us. Uh, you can head on over to our Facebook and Instagram where those clips go live every Monday at 6pm. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, thank you so much to, uh, for listening again. And we will see you next week. Um, you stay classy, me and podcast. Do you remember? Because oh, we, did, we made again. that joke again last week. Not this again. Not this again. Over. Fuck you, me and podcast. All right, bye. Bye. Did you know, Zelda, that you are somebody's reason to master? That is not where I thought that was going to go. <laughs>